Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Black Girl's Voice, my podcast. And today I have Travis, a special guest. Um, I'm going to give him a chance to introduce himself right now if he wants to. All right. Um, my name is Travis X. I am a photographer. Uh, I'm based in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm also a videographer and cinematographer as well. Okay. A photographer in Atlanta. Do you like Atlanta? So far, so good. Yeah. I, I just moved here. Uh, you know, hmm? Nah, I just moved here last year. Oh, where are you from? I'm from Florida. Oh, you from Florida. But I moved here from Texas. So. Florida moved there from Texas. Okay. I'm from West Memphis. Moved to California from Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, right on. Yeah. So today's discussion is going to be about interracial dating and marriages. So my first, my, the first thing I want to talk about is our personal opinions about interracial dating and marriages. Um, I'll go first. I personally would not date outside my race. Um, that's just how I feel. I'm not going to say I didn't attempt to do it one day, like in the past. Well, I wouldn't say date, but it was, you know, didn't work out for me. Just not my cup of tea. So that's just how I feel about it. I don't, I, my honest truth is I don't think a man of another race could benefit me and my future family. I'm just going to say it like that because if I have a son, even though he's half black and white, he's still, you know, obviously he's going to be treated like what? Black. And how can my son's father, if he's white, understand my son? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I just, yeah. I just don't personally like dibble and dabble. I'd rather date a black man. So those are my personal opinions. How about you? Well, I, I know your personal opinions, but I want everybody else to know. Um, for, for me personally, it's, it's a no-go for me. I've always loved black women. Um, I've always dated black women. So I, same page as you, I feel like no other woman in this world can love me better, a lot more efficiently and wholesomely than a black woman can. Yeah. So, you know, and just to mention, I could never, ever understand or trust the fact that any woman who is non-Black to not fetishize me, um, you know, because a lot of people don't even understand that they're being fetishized, nor do the fetishizers uh, even know that they're fetishizing their Black mates. So it, it's, it's a lot to be layered, and I can never uh, subject myself to that. That's true. I was thinking about that when... You know, TikTok, you know, a lot of stuff pop up on your page. And this white man on there, I don't know his name, but he showed up a several times on my For You page. And he just, he just praises black women. And I look at the comments, you know, and I just see them just eating it up. And I'm like, that's really not a compliment. He's just, he's getting y'all's attention. Like, that's it. He's not. Pandering. Right. Pandering, like, he just doing all these videos and acting. And I'm like. You don't have to do all that. You, if you do love, like, keep it to yourself. You don't got to do all that. You're doing too much for me. Yeah. It's too much. It's the acting. Like, you don't got to do all that. Not to me. So, I really want to talk about why. Why do people date outside of their race? It's, it's so many reasons. It's so many reasons. Um, we know the first, how it became legal. I'm not going to say the first couple, two first interracial couple to marry because there were probably a lot of illegal marriages going on 
but Loving versus Virginia, we talked about this in class. Um, that case made it legal to date, you know, outside of your race. And that was in 1967. That's not that long ago. I think my dad was born in like 1969. <laughs> so that's not that long ago, to be honest. And so according to you, your personal opinion, why do you think people date outside the race? I, I can say for, um, for black people, um, when it comes to us, it's most definitely layered in self-hate, colorism, um, misogyny, the list goes on and on. A lot of our values that we have here in America, as far as black men and black women come from our oppressors and we never really get to the root of that. So then nine times out of 10, if you have a black man who is dating outside of his race, like I said in the post before, they're always talking, they always talk down on black women the most. Oh, y'all ain't gotta have y'all on here, but you see Sarah over here, this is all real. You know, Sarah, they think they're getting a status upgrade life. You know, they're getting a status upgrade in life because of their, you know, them dating someone who's non-black. Because again, they hate themselves so much that they hate anyone who looks just like them as well, especially women. And if their mother wasn't really good to them as well growing up, then it's gonna be double that. So a lot of us, you know, and again, it, no hate to any brother or sister dates outside their race, but a lot of us don't even fully understand the psychological reasons as far as why we're doing it. Yeah. You know? Oh, thank you for saying that because I was going to talk about the brainwashing of mm -hmm. the self-hate train that a lot of Black people need to really unlearn because I was a victim of this as well growing up because when I was growing up, all I heard was, don't get too dark and you don't want to be too dark outside and your hair is nappy, you got to put a perm in it and try so hard to not be ourselves. And I remember, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I remember growing up having crushes on like white men. I mean, men, white boys in my school. All oh, the white boys, the white boys. I thought that was what it was supposed to be because why would I want somebody with nappy hair? You know? And that that goes to show you also what we see and what we listen to on TV growing up because I didn't see a happy black couple on TV. Not unless it was like Fresh Prince, but even then they switched out the dark unveil for the lighter one. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It started to change. And I, I literally feel like just people are definitely brainwashed. Some are too far gone. And when when we're comfortable enough to just admit that okay, I was taught something that I shouldn't I shouldn't feel like that no more, and I I say it because I was one of the ones you know what I'm saying. But now I'm 26. I'm just like I'm too old to not know how to unlearn something or not know how to take back what someone told me. You know. Right. I mean, beauty in yourself. That's the thing. Like, what I wanted to talk about, I got off track. I'm sorry. But not only, like, when it comes to the music industry, music videos, which I don't care about Black women being portrayed in such negative light like that. I really don't. Like, that video that just came out with Yo Daddy and the Baby. You seen that? I mean, how everybody was talking about it. Like, what are Black women at? Oh, no, the Black women ain't there because they ain't supposed to be there. They were treating them so bad. I'm just like, no, 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 no. But when it comes to TV, oh, it's just so sad. Like, 
as a black woman, I don't see, I see, if it was a black woman on TV, I see her happily married with a white man. If it's a black man on TV, I see him happily married with a Hispanic woman or a white woman. I'm like, why are y'all so scared to put a happy black family on TV? They're always struggling. They're always arguing. They're going through toxic relationships and running from the police and she holding him down in jail or just, I'm like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, I feel like it's modern day, I said brainwashing, I'm looking for another word. You know how during slavery, how, you know, if the master would rape, you know, the yeah. African slave and the baby would be mixed. They would be in the house. They would, I feel like that's where it really started. Colorism. Colorism. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> when it, like, now you see this light baby, they're getting all this special treatment because they're closer to white. Exactly. So Being a uh, lighter skin is more of a, it's like, it's always been a flex. It's, you know, if you go back to like the, the, Willie, the Willie Lynch letter, yeah. you know, when they, they said, uh, you know, introduce color. And it still affects us to this day. And it's so funny how people want to skip the steps. And it's always like, you know, whenever, like when those, uh, those football players, I think they were basketball players and they had their white wives and they were like two more light-skinned babies. You know, we're still skipping steps. That's so true. it's like, you know. That, that right. bothers me because how can you understand racism? But you can't understand that. You understand. And I feel like people are so scared to admit their wrongs because then they're wrong. People don't want to be wrong. Some people are too it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to say, oh my God, my thinking has been trash. Yeah, just some think. people are just too far gone sometimes. And, and that's too far gone. Like, that's too much. I definitely want to talk about that too. Like, this is what I wrote down. Let me just read it. I said, black man wanting power and a seat beside the white man. So he chased after the white man's biggest prize, the white woman. Like, yes. I don't. I don't understand how I do understand how they're thinking like that, like where it came from. But if someone is telling you that, how could you look at a black woman and put her down? Like, because you with her, you won't be upgraded in life or you have to get a white woman to upgrade in life or you won't face police brutality or you'll have a nice home or you will have a nice car because you got a white woman. I don't, I don't get that. I really don't understand. And I, like you said, it's rooted in colorism. They, that's why they date outside their race. They don't want a nappy-headed baby or they don't want a dark baby. Look at these couples on YouTube. Oh, it's a right. mystery. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I cannot. And they're teaching their kids that that's just, that's just crazy. It honestly boils my blood. Like, I don't have kids, but I could not look at my child and be like, oh my gosh, she gonna get dark. Like, you know, and your face disgusting. Right. That's just not... Is, um, I, I talk about that too. I was bullied in um, middle school for my dark skin, so... But I, I didn't flip out because everyone who bullied me for my dark skin would get sunburned. So they're like peeling. I'm like, mm. You know, like, I never had those problems before. Exactly. Like, you know, I also, like, not only the bullying, now looking back at it, was it jealousy? Like, are you jealous that I can be dark? I mean, you know how people associate prettiness with lighter skin. Yeah. 
But if you're pretty and dark, like, are you a hater or are you really, or do you really feel like that? It could be a mixture of both because I think that, you know, most of the time they always want to associate anything darker with like negative, like they put negative connotations to it. Like I said before, you know, if you're looking at uh, devil's food cake, it's black, you know, uh, you were black bald or, you know, um, what is it? Black bald. Then you go to uh, black mailed and, you know, everything you wear white to weddings, but you wear black to funerals. So Therefore, and then when we want to have the standards and we're saying, well, black is beautiful, then they'll switch it up and then they'll try to give us like these uh, small microaggressions or, you know, these uh, backhanded comments and things like that. So it, it, it can be both. It's always coming from different angles that it's hard to identify now because we're so far deep in the game. Yeah. And I think it's starting to make people upset when black women and black men are coming together, you know, to love each other, because I really think it's like, how dare you like go against, you know, what we do? How dare you do this? This is not, no, 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 you need a white woman or you need a white man, like stuff like that. And I'm just like. No, they switch it up on you nowadays. No. They, uh, they'll say, they'll say, what would they say? Um, Cause I've been getting it a lot and they'll say, oh, you sound like a white supremacist. Like you, you're telling people to date within their own race. And I'm not saying, listen, you know, I'm not telling anybody to, I'm not dictating who dates who, but if you are pro-black, you are for everything black first. Meaning my love interest will be first. That means I'm going to love a black woman. Exactly. My main priority. Yeah. Now, to those who want to say that they're, you know, they're married to an Asian person or a white person and you're still pro-black, you're not. Right, you're contradicting every like everything that you're talking about. You're for your people, but you're not for black love. Like these people in Hollywood. Exactly. Like these you know. people in Hollywood. Like I said, like I love Get Out, Us. I do. I like Jordan Peele movies, but Jordan Peele is not probably like he's married to a white woman. Like I like mm-hmm. the movie, but I wouldn't sit here and be like, oh my God, Jordan Peele is just the biggest pro black person. Look what he did. Look at the movie. It's a nice movie, but how, like, no, Chad is going to be no. Right. I, can name, I can name a lot of them, like, don't get me, started. Don't get me started on Ice T. <laughs> don't get me started on Ice T. He get on my nerves. I swear, if I was a man and I saw him in the street, like, I'm telling you, he is so toxic. Him, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, like, so Kevin Hart. Lil Wayne, like it is so many of them. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. What's her name? Zoe Sedan. Ooh, I can't stand her. Oh, why she get on my nerves? She is so toxic. Like what about K Michelle? What she do? Have you seen have you seen her her whole new look now? Oh, Yes, I saw that, and people was like, "Who is this?" And it was, <laughs> oh, it's, it's not funny. Stop. And it was um, K. Michelle, and I said, "Wow, you look completely different. You look completely different. Like why?" And she was so beautiful already. And I'm like, "Why are y'all doing this? Like, stop." And I really feel like people are so under pressure, especially women, to like look a certain way to stay in the industry, to stay relevant. You have to look a certain way. I'm like, 
y'all are ruining y'all bodies. Y'all are ruining yourselves for real. Bleaching y'all skin and oh, like look okay. him, look him. That broke my heart when she when she did that. I was like, no, no. Like I know she got booted out or talked about because obviously she wasn't the lightest person in the room, but she really, she, yeah, she. She like a completely different person. Like I also have to say that we should, just from my perspective, it's also appropriate to hold the men that were around her responsible as well. Yeah. Because you know, just from the from the history of the industry, especially you know when it comes oh, to yeah. black artists, they will use these sisters, like you know, what I mean, sexually use them, use them to make money, rap music, sexually explicit, you know, yeah. um, content, all that, and. Mm -hmm. There's no room, no such thing from what I've what I perceive. There's no uh, kind of you you should love yourself or actually genuinely looking out for them. Yeah. You know, what I mean? again, they only learn from their oppressors and then they, they perpetuate that more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you want to have a great video, you know, don't have too many dark skinned women in there. Matter of fact, don't put none in there at all. Exactly. Which the way music videos are going, I kind of like I said, I don't care because look at how they treat them like I don't I don't like looking at black women being degraded like that at all no matter where it's at music video around famous men whether you're a sex worker or whatever do not degrade like that was a mess and I only seen screenshots of the video so I didn't watch it that was a mess but my next thing I want to talk to you about what would you tell the people that they're outside their race because they have been tra deeply traumatized by their own race. That's a tough one. Um, it's a tough one because one, I would never want to um, discredit anyone's trauma that they've gone through. Yeah. One thing that I will say as well though, is that your personal um, experiences with black men or black women doesn't mean you should generalize yeah. all black men and black women as a whole because I've had a, a ton of terrible experiences with, with black women because again, I've dated nothing but black women. I have scars, you know, like cuts and like old, all things that have happened to me. Oh yeah. Um, but I never ever thought it was always, I never had it in my mind to think this is how all black women are. I just assessed it to those individuals. Yeah. Okay, then I should have known better to, than not to stick around and understand what my part was in the downfall of that relationship and understanding where I did wrong and what I did right and then move forward. Um, a lot of us tend not to, just like with black men who hold on to uh, black women denying them in high school and middle school. Yeah. You know, I, right. You know, like you, you live and you learn and you move on, mm -hmm. but a lot of brothers don't do that. They, they hold on to that. They harbor it so much that they hold, they go into their adulthood with it. And now they're just like, yeah, well, black women didn't want me, but these women did. Yes, because those women are fetishizing me. Yeah, they really don't want you. They're they're not even for you. They they disrespect your mom, your sisters, everybody. But you don't care because you disrespect your mom and everything too. Exactly. Like, how could you date someone who talk down on your folks or your family? Like I couldn't do that. Oh, I couldn't do that. No, I have brothers. Now me and my dad do not have a great relationship. I ask that question because you know that happened to me. My I would say my first abuser was my father, like emotionally. And mentally you know and then I was also sexually assaulted by a black man 
I was physically abused by a black man, my boyfriend. And then I was also like mentally, you know, abused by another boyfriend. So all of them were black, all of them. <laughs> so I would, and if I went through years of counseling, therapy, psycho treatment, I had to go through a lot of stuff and I still struggle sometimes to this day, like still. But me going through that treatment really helped me put it into the perspective. I had to go through some, I mean, the treatment was terrible. Like every day was a hard day for me, every day. But I'm glad I did because I can now, like, I don't generalize. I don't look at all black men as predators. At first, oh, at first it was so bad that I remember one day I got pulled over, no, I didn't get pulled over. My tire blew out on the highway and these black men had stopped. And when they got out the car, I was like, you know, I got so scared. Like, I'm like, oh my God, they're going to they gonna kidnap me. They're going to rape me. They're going to, you know, they're going to hurt me. But right. they changed my tire and they left. They were like, we got to look out for each other. And when that happened, I said, oh my God, like everybody's not the same. Everybody's not out to hurt you. Like, yes, did those people hurt me? They did. They did. But uh-huh. that doesn't mean out of how many pe- billions of people in the world, like that doesn't mean every single black man is going to hurt me. I feel like people have one bad experience like, oh, I hate them. I'm like, what about her? We're not all the same. And that's one thing I noticed too when I see a lot of videos of black men talking down on us, like black women don't wear their real hair or black. Well, if you want to educate yourself, you would know why. I don't want my hair to fall out, so I have to wear weeds. <laughs> I have thick natural hair, and if I touch it every day, it will come out. Like, you know, so I have to put a wig on. And my hair is long. I have beautiful hair. If you were to take the time and to educate yourself and to learn someone, you wouldn't be like, why are you so negative? Like, why are you so hateful? I don't right. know. I talk to it's, a few um, black women who do that too. Yes, it, it runs both ways. And let me just say, first off, um, that, you know, and I, I am sorry that was your experience. And I am definitely happy and glad that you went forward with counseling and you made a lot of progress and you're still moving forward to make progress. Yeah. Um, as far as when it comes within our, our community, again, it, it runs so many ways as far as when it comes to, you know what I mean, like the, the self-hate and the hate for our own and the colorism and then us thinking about the beauty standards that have been set towards us when it comes to um, society. Society's still telling us how we should think. Um, for example, like, you know, it'll be nine years I've been growing my locks out in August. Wow. And for the longest, my mom growing up, she used to tell us you need to cut it. It's nappy. My mom was born in uh, 55, so she's 66 now. And like, she was telling me she she disapproved. She did not like the fact that I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do with my hair. I wanted, I had a Jackson 5 fro. I had, I did all kinds of things with my hair. So um, one thing that a lot of people, and it's so funny from my experience as well, just if I went into full detail of how I came up with my mom and me and my other siblings, you would think that someone like me or my brother would hate black women. You know what I mean? From all types, because unfortunately some of our first abusers are our parents the same as you know just as you said that's true and um after fully growing up and seeing and understanding what my mom went through Mm -hmm. 
you know, at the same time, I say it is her fault, but it's not her fault because what was she to do as a single parent? You know, as a, as a woman out here and every man that ever wanted to come along was pretty much always wanting to use her for one thing. Oh, I'll help you, but there comes with conditions. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my father who was uh, very abusive physically, you know, mentally, and, you know, he was the reason why she was also on drugs. So we have so much to unpack in this, in our community. And reason being like, what I understand that, that's why I come, you know, in such a welcoming manner when it comes to me addressing or talking to brothers or sisters on TikTok or just in in general. I noticed that. I was like, he is so calm. Like, oh my God, I'll be, ooh, block, curse out, block. (laughs) Like, stop talking to me. Like, stop talking to me. Yeah, I I noticed that. And that's, that's a great, you know, that's a great character trait to have great like how calm you are it took me because i grew up in west memphis arkansas memphis in memphis tennessee right just you know i've seen like my mom and dad like fought you know like this fight so i responded in ways just like that growing up that's how i would respond and that's why i didn't last long in the military Mm -mm. that's why i got there i got my money for school and i dealt out because I was like, this is not for me. Y'all disrespect us too much. I can't take it. Now I give I give props to the people who still in there because it's a lot. Right. But that's true. Growing up can dictate who you date in life as well. Like especially like your point, you know, you seen your mom, you know, struggle as a single parent. So some people who go through the same stuff you went through, they'll use that as an excuse to, you know, date outside the race. Like, if I use my father as one, oh, this black man hurt me, so I'm going to the other one. You know, like, no, that's him over there, but that's not him. You know, now, if I start noticing signs in him just like that, I'm out. Right. But, but I can't hold that against him because he didn't do that to me. You see what I'm saying? Right. People need, to, people really need to learn how to do that because it's a lot. Oh, yeah, that's why therapy is, it, it, it should be something, it should be a very big topic for us to talk about and keep on hitting on it within the Black community. Yes, I want to bring it up because I noticed the generation above me, like, when I talk, when I told my mom I was going, she was like, why? I'm like, you know, I just told my mama what happened to me last year. So, you know, now she understands, but at first she was like, why are you going to therapy? Like, ain't no wrong with you. Like, you don't need therapy. I'm like, no. Yes, I want to recover from this. I can't keep hiding it. That's your problem. Y'all put stuff in the closet and y'all think it's going to go away, but it's not. I have it's to tell like, black man, any black man I see that's going through something, I, you know, if he's willing enough to open up to me, I'm not going to attack him for opening up to me because that's another thing society really is bad at. How come men cannot open up? How come they can't be vulnerable? How come they can't get in touch with their emotions? You know, and maybe they did have a bad experience. You know, men are sensitive, whether they want to believe in that. Hold on, we, we most definitely are. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I talked to some people like, oh, well, I tried to open up, but she, you know, she laughed at me. She laughed in my face, you know, and they hold it against everybody. You know, I had some people laugh, at, laugh in my face, but I don't hold it against everybody. It's a very vulnerable moment. And when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and someone takes it for granted, you then want to close back up even harder than what you did before. Yes, that's true. And, um, 
me, I started to speak out a lot more after I had started going to counseling. And, you know, I had some friends who were just like, nah, you can't say that. I'm like, yeah, well, I say, I'm saying it. So, you know, if you don't like me for not saying it, and if we can't be friends because of it, then I'm fine with that. Because I'd rather have my own, I'll find peace, you know, in my own solitude versus being around a whole bunch of people yeah. who don't respect what I'm saying because I respect what they're saying, but yeah. they won't respect what I'm saying. They won't respect what you're saying or your opinions. And I think okay. anything different from how they think is wrong. Exactly. But if your opinion is just an opinion, then it's an opinion, sir, ma'am. But if my opinion is factual and I got stuff to prove it, then what you call that? Like, you know, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Because I've been watching your videos about diet pro-black. I like that term. <laughs> I said diet. And I'm, I'm like, what's a diet pro-black? So I've been watching them. I'm like, oh, yes. I've been telling people that. I, be, I don't say diet pro-black, but I do like, you're not pro-black if you're not for everything black. You don't put being black first. And that's why I went to one protest. I didn't go to any more because... I wanted to protest. I wanted to be there to, you know, I'm getting off topic. We were supposed to be talking about inspiration dating, but that, that that's no, I think, I think No, I think it ties into it because the thing is, is that that's who, that's who they have at the protest with them. They're non-black partners. Um, and they and praising I, them, like, praising them for real. I'm exactly. Like, why would you, this girl stopped the entire protest to be like, these are our friends. They're here for us and we should give them. I was like, I said, y'all for real? I literally said, y'all for real? Why are we praising somebody for not being racist? And what people, and this is also another topic what people get onto. They'll say, you know, you can have babies with whoever you want and that baby will still be black according to society, um, which is also true. Yet at the same time, your black experience will never be the same because now when you have to learn how to operate and deal as being a black man or a black woman, if you're black passing, how will your white mother or father or non-black uh, father or mother teach you how to operate in life? Yeah, They can't tell you exactly how to go about everything. It's never gonna be the same experience. That's true. So it's always gonna be a disconnect. And a lot of people don't like to admit it because it's something they wanna avoid. They don't wanna, you know, like you said, they don't wanna admit that they made a mistake or, you know, hey, how do we deal with this? Because no one's ever addressed it. Yep. We just constantly sweeping under the rug. Nah, it's gonna be okay. That's and what then, I said. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Oh, he was. It was because he was black. That's all I got to say. He was black. But you're, you're white, or you're not black. So, how would you? How are you gonna teach this young man how to operate as a black man in society and in life? Exactly. Yeah. So. That's true. That's why I said my one of my reasons why I do not. Because if I have a son and my son is black, you mean to tell me this man who has never had to deal with none of this stuff gonna teach my son how to? Exactly. And I'm not a man. I'm I'm black, yes, but I'm not a black man. So I still can't do it. I can do some of the work, but I can't do all the work. Right. Nobody can do it like him, like the man. So I can't the person I just do not see myself doing it like no I don't I don't <laughs> it'll pretty much always be a conflict of interest thank you, you know. yeah and those people who date the other race to prove a point oh I hate that like 
Have you seen or heard stories like, let's say it's a white girl. Her parents are so racist. She goes to get a black man, have kids with the black man, and now the parents warm up to the child like, my dad used to be racist, and now he loves our grandbaby. They're not racist. They're just quiet about it. That's all. It's a baby. When does cute becomes a threat? Especially when it's a man. When does his cuteness wear off? Facts. You got with a black man to prove a point to your parents. You didn't love him for real. That's what I really be trying to tell people. She ain't love you for real. She's trying to prove a point to them. It and it doesn't stop them from being racist. She want she want to mix child with curly hair. Right. They use the they use the uh, biracial babies as like accessories. Oh my God! I be seeing that so much out here, out here. Oh, I so much. I'm in San Diego. San Diego. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I used to live in San Francisco in L.A. So Ooh, okay. Um. Yes, it, it is very big out there. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. Like I used to go out to like functions and stuff, but you, it's hard finding like um uh, for me. It was hard to find like a black man who did not have a Hispanic baby mama or a white baby mama or like some of that nature, you know? And I'm just like, or you know how we don't gatekeep nothing and everybody else in our functions and you know who they flocking to, they just forgetting about us (laughs) and they flocking to them. And I'm like, I'm over it. Like, I'm just like, I'm over it. I don't care. You know, I still feel that way that I'm not going to go to another race just because of this bad experience, but I'm not even paying attention to it. Like, I'm not seeking nobody's attention. You know, at first it was like, damn, what's wrong with us? Like, what do we do? Why are we so bad? We ain't do nothing. But it's because we don't wear our real... Like, it's just... Come on. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack when it comes to us in our community, especially, like, in those areas. We just got to admit at this point, like, y'all got to stop being ashamed of being wrong. Stop being ashamed. There's no shame. I was wrong before. I was wrong. But I was taught. I was taught to hate myself. I'm still learning to love myself. Right. So. It's, it's an everyday struggle for everybody, especially if you're Black out here. So. Oh, yes. And especially if you on the darker, have a darker completion. You know, my my friend is so beautiful to me. She's darker than me. Her name is DJ. I call her DJ. So if you're watching this, um, you know, sometimes I remember one time she came to me about, you know, sometimes she don't feel beautiful. She see a lot of guys trying to talk to me. And I looked at her and said, you are the prettiest girl. I just, I know. Like her skin is just clear, beautiful, like beautiful hair. But because she don't see herself represented in a beautiful light, you know, it's just like, who am I? Like, why don't people want to love me like, or love my type or love women who look like me? Um, it's just what, what a lot of people, when it comes to like me talking about diet pro black, it's like with people, um, we want to cherry pick what we, can pick what we can pick and choose as far as what it makes us pro black but we give ourselves the bare minimum. So there's so many people, if you've seen it in the comments all the time, they'll say, oh yeah, well, my husband is so-and-so or my wife is so-and-so, but I still support the community. Okay, but how? 
one of your greatest commitments could be to someone that looks just like you, to your people. Mm-hmm. So then if I, am produ- if I am promoting and emulating Black love, being together with a Black woman whom I genuinely love, and not just love her only for her physical traits, but also for her mental, intellectual, you know what I mean, spiritual traits as well, how could you go against that? But, you know, everybody wants to make sense of it. It's always, there, there are many components that you can follow. You don't have to follow all of them, but you cannot contradict any. You can't be, you know what I mean? You may be married to someone Black, or you may be dating someone Black, but if you're not contributing to the development of the community and you, you say things like, I don't want to spend money with Black folks because you know how they are, that's not yeah. pro-Black. That's another one. That's right. another one. Like, you know what? Yes. I'm, and I tell people, why would you, y'all give, Walmart, all these other companies, a chance, even though you know they racist as hell. Gucci, Gucci, a black person made one mistake and they running their business by themselves. Exactly. That's why I don't give my dollar to black. No, like, really? Okay, you had one bad experience. Give them another chance. Like, they made an honest mistake or, you know, they running their business by themselves. I try to support a, a black girl did my nails today. <laughs> I try to support anytime. I'm like, I need a black girl to do my nails, my feet, my hair, everything. Got my hair from my friend, my shirt from my friend, my nails, <laughs> you know. So yes, I, I do not play about supporting black people. I do not play because I believe our dollar needs to be recycled within us. Thank That's you. the thing. You cannot be pro-black but against black unity. And I think unity starts with love. <laughs> I think that even when you do though, there's still will at point in points of time. And then, uh, unfortunately, I, I, I will say that that's okay because you know what? You're showing me where your mindset is and you're not for progression. Mm-hmm. You know, like take it like me, myself, when I hear sisters on TikTok or any other social media platform, they say black men are trash because of this. And I say, well, you know, well, why do you feel like that? I don't feel attacked because I understand that it, does, it doesn't apply to me, but let me hear you out. Yeah. Let me listen to you. What's your story like? Talk to me. Yeah. And what can I do as, you know, better as a black man to help you feel better, loved, respected, and protected? Yes. That's, I feel like people need, people need to start doing it because when people say, oh, women ain't shit or something like that, I'm like, <laughs> like, you ain't yeah. talking to me. Right. <laughs> the same way go like, men are rapists. You know, we're not talking. I hate saying not all men. Ain't nobody talking about all men. We know that. But who got time to sit there and ask people, do you rape people? Like, I'm not about to sit there and ask people that. I can't do it. So, of right. course, I'm going to say men, like, and also, of course, we know we know women rape people. We know most of these guys who lost their virginity were raped, but they, nobody's ready to have that discussion. Yeah. yeah. But that, that's another topic that I'm going to let fly for right now. But People really feel attacked when they're when they're journalized. I'm just like, look, if the shoe don't fit, it's okay. Maybe they were done wrong. That's who they were done wrong by. And now they mad. So talk, ask them. Ask them why. Like I said, I have no issue with educating black people or being calm with black people because this is something we should have a long time ago. Yes. But everybody else wants to be patient and educating. They want to educate non-black people. Right. You know, and that's the something know. I'm just not going to do. Personally. Right. Because the same way I picked up a book and I started reading and I'm still learning about my history because I don't know everything. I'm still, I'm still learning. 
you can do the same thing. Exactly. You can do the same thing. I'm not about to sit here and teach you how to not be racist. I can't do that. No, I can't do that. And first of all, you probably ain't even going to learn nothing. Because whether yeah. I tell you something or not, this world already put you in your place. You know where you stand. And exactly. you use that privilege. You're going to use it. So, how about you? Right. And in the same breath, they also complain about what's going on in our community while giving patience and praise to non-Black people. And they say, well, see, this is what's wrong. This is why I don't like the Black people. This is why I don't like messing my own people now. Black is our fault. You know, right. trauma is rooted in our It's so much trauma. It's so much that we, that people don't understand how, I ask this question a lot. How can mm-hmm. everything be brought up from generations to generations? self-hate can't. How can you understand that racism was taught, but you can't understand that self-hate wasn't? How? Exactly. Come on, on. we gotta think. We gotta think. They pick and choose. choose. They pick and choose because they They know if they admit that they were wrong, they're gonna be shamed. I'm like, nothing to be shamed for. Honestly, I have more respect for you if you just admit that how you thinking was not the least. Right, exactly, exactly. We need to understand that a lot of black people really need to understand that slavery did not end ever. Slavery is still going on. We have to understand that the community is traumatized and it started, I know it started a long time ago, but it didn't stop. Exactly. It didn't stop. It was reformed. That's all, just reforms. Reforms. A couple of policies. Slavery is legal in the Constitution. A lot of people don't want to admit that, but slavery is legal in the Constitution. No, no, no. It's still there. It's actually, um, it's actually still legal in certain parts of Tennessee. It's small town in small towns in Tennessee, slavery is still legal. Like selling people. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, to them, it's kind of like, uh, just like work now, but it's still actually legal in those, uh, in those areas. It's like the small, small towns, uh, not too far from Memphis. I forget the name of it, actually. Not too far from Memphis? Where? I got to get the name of it, and I, I'll send it please, to you so you can look. Please send me the name. hmm Because I can't believe that. You know, they hide stuff so well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, oh, I mean, it's, it's all about what people yeah, what you put onto the news. They'll they'll pick and choose again what they say you should care about, you know what I mean, versus what we actually should be caring about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. That's why I say TV and like just the entertainment industry or just media within itself is a huge influence, like a huge brainwasher. Like they know people know what they're doing. Exactly. And they know they cannot deteriorate their image. But they know they have to keep ours down. We know the truth. People, more people are learning the truth, which I can appreciate. I'm just like that. That's great that we're learning the truth. But what are we? What are we gonna do about it? That's the next step. Okay, now that we know what's going on, what are we gonna do about it? We just hoard knowledge at this point. Yeah. Keeping it in storage and not using it for anything. Not using it, but guess what? Well, I am. I have to. And it's a small I, I can influence someone to use it. That's right. But. Same here. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, I think that's it. I think we've been talking for a minute, but 
that's it. Let me close out. Thank you guys for coming to this discussion. It was great. Um, if you have any comments, please leave them below, but don't get disrespectful, okay? And I will see you on my next episode. Bye. Everybody say bye, Travis. Take it easy bye. now. All right. Nice talk to you. All right. Likewise. Bye.